Yes, hello, welcome to the Don't Argue podcast, proudly brought to you by Bet Easy. Another massive round of football. Round 23 coming up and finals just around the corner. We have three of the best and most humorous analysts in the game, let's be fair. <laughs> ben Dixon, Brennan Goddard, and Wayne Carey. How are you, fellas? Gentlemen. Humorous, Jason. You like that, mate? Yeah. I've never been described uh, I'm not as humorous. Funny. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> You're the comedy factor. <laughs> We've got a massive show in store. We're going to be talking about the Tigers, obviously, this ridiculous studs-up rule. And, of course, Jared Ruffhead, will he be on the plane to Perth? As well as the curly questions, I've got some doozies for the boys. Duck, uh, straight up, Richmond's win over West Coast in the game of the season on Sunday. It was an absolute beauty in the wet. Yeah. Are the Tigers now... The team to beat clearly. One of the best uh, games of the year for mine. I don't know, we've got short memories. There have been other great <laughs> games, but uh, I was there live yesterday. It was a real high quality game. The rain came, there was toughness, skill. Um, great players on show, big marks, yeah, it had it all. So, uh, oh, look, I think they deserve to be premiership favourites. They've obviously got uh, one more game at the G. They take on Brisbane next week. Uh, so, well, sorry, this week. And then uh, they won't be leaving the MCG. So for that reason alone, I think they are premiership favourites. But West Coast didn't lose any friends yesterday, BJ. They- you, you suggest that there was... They were next level West Coast Adelaide compared to what you'd seen. Yeah, yeah, West, early in yeah, the week. West Coast Richmond in comparison to the Friday night game, and and Sydney are the youngest team in the competition at the moment, and so taking nothing away. But the Melbourne Sydney game was like watching a B B grade amateurs game it against was, an AFL team. Yeah. It was two garbage. teams yesterday. It garbage. was. It is. It is miles apart. I mean, like a completely different competition, as I said. And that's, like I said, that's paying Sydney very young. So they've got excuses. But that was a, yeah, that was a different league. And when you say different, ordinary on what front? Was it skill, work rate, all of it? Skill, toughness, um, just every aspect of our game, what's great about our game, piles apart. Mm. What do you think of the Tigers, BJ? I think we doubted whether the Tom Lynch-Jack Rewalt... Uh, partnership. Who would, doubted it? I was going to say, who doubted that? <laughs> well, I think I think it was a big discussion point whether it would work. Richmond going away from that speedier, small forward line. Just, let's just clear something up, Jay Z. Yeah, this is. There was never. There's never been. There's not one team in the whole competition, mm-hmm. clearly, including Richmond. Mm. If they had Tom. Lynch back then, yep. they would have played Tom Lynch back then. What Richmond proved is that you, you don't necessarily need if you've got certain types. But if you've got them, a good big man will always be played before a good little man. Let's make no mistake. It was always going to work. The question mark was always just over, I think, Lynch's body. That's what I think. That was the only question mark for me, whether he could get back to the fitness where he is now. He's a star. There's a, there's a little bit of that, but I think some people were trying to find reason for Rewalt and Lynch not to work, mm-hmm. but it was. I think it, it, he had a flat patch mid-season. Well, it, no, it, it, he did. He wasn't a, fit. Yeah, you, you can see the benefits now. And Rewalt wasn't playing. <laughs> benefits of him now playing together, continuity, fitness <laughs> levels. But people, yeah, question whether what had or what had been working in the past, whether that would change the dynamic of things. And there wasn't too many out there, but there was a few people that questioned and tried to find the negative connotation in it but reality is as Duck's saying it, he's, his values even when Rewalt doesn't play well and I don't think he played well yesterday he has a, he can have a he can have an influence oh, on the massive. game that you never used to no it that's was, right it was either defined by how many goals he kicked to, and to- defined totally. how, how well he played totally the game yesterday for, for me from him and, and you know 
like I said, didn't take a stack of marks or, or have a have a blind of a game, but little things that he did, little hit ons, little you know, the tap to Lynch late mm. to get that goal in the goal square, all those all these little things that he does now, his game and that's why he's a way better he's been a way better player the last couple of years than he's ever been yeah. for for those reasons. And he's but yeah, the best hybrid forward like that, isn't he? Yep. On the uh, on the ground and in the air. To, to your defence, and BJ, everyone was finding a reason not to. Yep. Why it wouldn't work, and even they go, oh, they're going to take a few weeks to start get their synergy together. They're like two big forwards in the way they play. That is absolute garbage. Oh, well, if you've got a footy brain, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't got a footy brain, then it might take a couple of years. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. What about the way this defence has stepped up without Alex Rands? Mm. Nick Vlosten, if he's not in all Australian form, very close. Same said for Dylan Grimes. He tweaked his... Um, he's a certainty. Yeah, tweaked his ankle. Uh, BJ, how well have they stacked up in defence without their superstar centre-half back? Well, he, he, he's... Well, now we see that he's the icing on the cake. So, but their system—they've got a great system that they. Which has been tweaked, I reckon. Oh, they have to. You have to keep evolving over the years to get better and, and change things. So that, that system broke down though in the first term, didn't it? Their defensive system against West Coast. What did you West, say? Well, the West Coast transferred play from one side to the other, and they they seem to get out. They, you know, the way Richmond defend, they got it. They got out the other side, and they were able to deliver the ball inside fifty by having one or two. Mm. One or two players to go to, what, so switching and, they, and get us. The yeah, and they side. seemed and they and the, but they just seemed to be able to get through Richmond's um, you know setup easier defense. than easier than any other side we've seen this year. Richmond have only conceded four goals um, in in the first quarter to any team this year, and uh, West Coast made made it look really easy to start with. But then Richmond obviously made some adjustments at quarter time and corrected things. But it just goes to show you that even you know the best set up teams. Um, you can work can way through it. But, yeah. but Grimes, Asprey and Vlossen in particular have taken their games broad. To, to broad to the next level. Grimes is, a be- Grimes is the most important player at Richmond because of Rance being out. If Grimes, that ankle yesterday, and we don't know how it looked like it went a fair way, BJ. Uh, I don't know whether you've seen the replay of mm. it. He obviously came back on the ground. He looked okay. But I reckon he'd be a sore, he'll be a sore boy this week. Um, so he may he may he may be one that's rested, but he's ultra important because he's now taken the Rance role in terms of mm. you can see he's the last one. He's the he's always the the goalkeeper. The, the, yeah, the goalkeeper. Yep. Wicketkeeper. And he he controls everything. And when he went off, I and I thought if he doesn't come back on like the likes of Kennedy, it, at one stage yesterday, BJ he slipped over. Kennedy thought because he knew that he'd slipped. Thought of he, he's athletic enough. He slipped over, got up, got up, and got a spoil to it. <laughs> he is just super quick, super quick, mm. super good player. System and spread of talent because they're not relying on the big stars to play the big games. And through the year when they lost their players and they started to waver a little bit, they still won their games of footy or their fair share of games of footy. So that's why they're the premiership favourite because. We're not relying on the big, big stars. And Dusty, I reckon, we had this argument a few weeks ago. He said, oh, I thought he was having a better year than he did with his Brownlow year, the way he's playing. Defensively. Well, he's, his last 10 weeks. Yes. Prior to that. Was, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he was, yeah. But he, he's, he's, been, he's been enormous. He's, he is doing things defensively better than what he's done before. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Is he the best mid-kick? Yeah. Oh, clearly. He's the best mid-kick, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, there's other great... I mean, Jed... Uh, Jetter and Hearn and all these guys can kick the... But he's the best mid-kick in the game. 
Yep, Cer- I agree. Certainly penetrating. Richmond take on Brisbane, who franked their form and their belief, as you called uh, Dicko, with an outstanding uh, narrow win over Geelong. That mark uh, in the final stages, Lincoln McCarthy, absolutely take your hat off. It brought the house to its feet up there at the Gabba, that is for sure. But peculiar what happened in the post-match press conference, where Geelong <laughs> coach Chris Scott, when asked about Charlie Cameron's five goals, uh, Chris Scott said, oh, I'm not sure he had that much influence. Oh, disrespectful. It did seem a bit. Not a. If he had his time again, I don't think he'd, he'd make it. Although Chris might, just to, <laughs> just just for the sake of it. But I. I does I, it un, do I, you have to, Does it undermine you as a player? Does that happen to you? Doug? Lack 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 of respect um, to Charlie, who I th- by the way should have kicked seven. Five. Yeah, kick five, five. Kick five goals. So clean. Um, you know, and he had players on his team that didn't kick five goals. At five goals, it's a pretty big influence on a game. Of In thought. today's footy, and it, and it, and like, and that's why everyone, I think everyone's just saying it. It showed a lack of respect for yep. what a young man he. And by the, he's had an unbelievable. What's that? Fifty-two goals now mm-hmm. for the year. Yep. Best small forward in the game. All Australian just, lock. Just, yep. just didn't need to say it. You were talked about in every press conference after every game you played in. Probably duck the conversation revolved around so much you what. What did you think when an opposition coach said something like that? Did that happen in your career? Uh, funny you say that. Gerard Neesham. Um, Fremantle. Fremantle. When we played over there, I don't know, a guy by the name, last name Jones played on me at and half back. I kicked seven. And he said the similar thing. He said, oh, yeah, I thought Jones did a really good job. Seven. Um, <laughs> So and you, but I, well, I didn't get upset about it. I find I found it funny, and I thought, well, who's he kidding? Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> just a stupid comment. And I would, and I would imagine that um, you should guys, have said, yeah, I played, I played average. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine other guys, you know, like Hodgie and them would get around Charlie and go, mate, how good's that? You know, yeah. doesn't think you had an influence. You kick five. That, that's it. Would be laughed about in the locker room. Yep. From Chris Scott, and that's why for a smart guy, a dumb comment. Yeah, and we're talking about respect. And yeah. disrespect them. Duck goes, oh, someone Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. I think it was Jones. <laughs> BJ, you're fresh out of the game. Did you did you listen to what the opposition coaches said after the game? Did you go? Have you? Would you no. watch the coaches' press conferences and read into what they had said? No, I did. I did early in my career because I was so entrenched in footy, so I was, yep. I was actually worried or was concerned of what people said about me, but. Oh, Literally, I think it was after two or three years, I watched, as I got older, I watched less footy, I read less, listened to less people, and so, I didn't, nah, just you know, irrelevant. Say, you're what what does it matter? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Would Ross Lyon ever say something in the press conference and then say something completely different to you? Was there, a, did you think that, would he ever say things like, oh, don't worry about what I said in the presser, X, Y, Z? Would it ever be different? Was it always on on page, uh, on presser? message? He said a few things post game initially that um, he reneged. He, he gave me a spray one game. I remember that uh, it was against Essendon, so probably not press conference. I can't remember anything, but personally, there was a game where against Essendon, and I was I was tagging Job. Buddha Hocking was tagging me, <laughs> so I'll throw I'll throw this bloke under the bus. So David Armage was running around free, but on the initial spread, Armo's meant to. I wasn't tagging Joe, but I was playing on him. But yeah. on the initial spread, offensively, I would take off. Buddha Hocking would be on my tail, and Job would just start walking out of a stoppage. But then Armo was meant to find Job, mm-hmm. and then so Job had Job had like thirty four and kicked two or something, and I got a massive spray post game um, about you didn't do your job and 
Job had any, so then Ross has watched the video and then the next day followed him and said, oh, mate, I'm sorry, I was wrong. <laughs> you actually, like, I had, I think I had 30, but Buddha Hockham was in my pocket all day. And I, <laughs> yeah. I kind of said to him, I didn't say it at the time, I'm thinking, oh, mate, I'm playing on two blokes. Like, <laughs> You've still had 30. <laughs> and then he's, he's come back the next day and he said, I've watched the vision over again. So yeah. so my main point so is So Armo was the man that wasn't Armo, doing his job. So Armo's running around, yeah. so I threw him under the bus. Um, but the <laughs> point is that you sometimes have this perception of how the game's played and things happen, but then going back over the tape, mm-hmm. mm. um, Chris may go, yeah, probably had a big impact than I thought he did. Yeah. Mm. Be interesting whether he corrects himself. Uh, that will be... 17 disposals as well. It yeah. was just... It, it, was, was, it wasn't six kicks. And no, it was just the wrong comment. And electric. Absolutely yes. electric. Mm. Uh, clean at ground level, all Australian lock, as we said. In the second quarter, we're going to talk about your great mate, Jared Ruffhead, and whether he's going to be on the plane to Perth. Dicko, you all are listening to Don't Argue, powered by BetEasy. Australia's most rewarding betting experience is here. My Rewards features a range of sports and racing promotions and offers, including BetBoost, all accessible with your own My Rewards hub. More offers, more often, more for you. Visit beteasy.com.au or download the latest app. Gamble responsibly. Time for the second term on Don't Argue, powered by Bet Easy. Well, what a story it was at Marvel Stadium on Sunday as Jared Ruffhead, the Hawthorne Premiership hero, kicked six goals in front of a uh, pretty healthy uh, Marvel Stadium crowd, it must be said, the Berry Gold Ghost. It was... The perfect farewell. More of a magic carpet, right? Let's be uh, magic honest. Magic carpet. <laughs> for the, uh, <laughs> right, oh, Aladdin. Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> for the great man. What did you think? You are at the game, Dicko. It was a, it was a perfect, mm. uh, before we get on to the next part of it, it, it was perfect, really, wasn't it? Well, he said the whole week was perfect. Everything. And when you retire and, and you're a great of the club, uh, like Duck and BJ spread himself over two clubs, but when you're a one-club player, you can just see... Yep. The love. The love. And uh, that many people turned out yesterday at Marvel for a dead rubber, let's yep. be honest, from Gold Coast. 31K. It was, it was enormous. And he was, he was pretty, um, pretty modest uh, in these six goals because he had to earn his six. So he wasn't like, oh, yeah, we're going to get him, uh, mm. give him to him. But uh, Dewey also was hitting him pretty hard too. Like, had Lukosius going to him. Like, had two blokes going to him at one stage. Ballard. Trying to uh, obviously stop him from kicking goals. So. Yep. He did earn his six, but that's you can't really get a better way to go out. No, not everyone gets a send off. I didn't. You didn't at your, you know, your main club, mm. um, and it's it's fantastic that he's been yep. given that opportunity and to perform in it even better. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of when you have someone like Ruffy, who's you know been a, a I guess a, a big figure and, mm. and well respected. There's there's so many other players that are retiring as well, and I sort of. You know, and they've sort of been shuffled to the side a little bit. Hopefully, a few of those get some recognition over the next uh, seven days and and send them off as well. But mm. I think I think it'll be nice whether and you, I know you're going to ask whether he'll be on the plane. Um, I just get the feeling it might be a really way, to, a really nice way to say no, nah, that's it, and uh, and and stop right at this point in time. Draw the line, mm. Dingo, gut feel. Um, I don't think he'll play. Yeah, I'd love to see him play, but Mitch Lewis, like Clarko, is pretty honest in his presser. He said, we've got to see if he can get up, and if he gets up, he's our future. So right, he feels that it might be like shooting Bambi, and he's already put it out there, but 
Ruffy, regardless if he doesn't go to Perth, he's going to play VFL. Yep. So it's not like he's going to go. No, I'm I'd, out. Yeah, no, I think I think it's yeah. a good way for him to go out. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's a great way for the Hawthorne people to have said mm-hmm. this is sensational and. Yep. Well, if he goes up there and and gets held goalless and oh, then yeah. they lose the game against West Coast, yeah. then it's a real up and then a real yeah, flat. But no, no one's going to remember that. Let's be honest. Well, at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah. yeah. Would he be wanting to play? Do you think, BJ? Uh, like of course he would, right? Like well, it, well Hawthorne's still a chance to finish correct. in the eight. So, so if Mitch Lewis doesn't come up physically, then he's I, the man. I reckon you got to play him if he doesn't. Absolutely. Yeah, he's. I think he's the obvious choice, the Absolutely. only choice. So he's, he's mm-hmm. then got to play. So yeah, yeah, just keep your powder dry, Ruffy. Hopefully you it was don't it, celebrate too hard. It was a funny move too because Big Boy McAvoy played halfback. Fullback. Fullback, Full half back's back. and halfback, yeah. Halfback, yeah. He's got he, the- he was coming off halfback, like, using the pill. Well, yeah. he, he runs a 930, 9.45 3K. <laughs> yeah, he... Um, so, Clarko just moved the magnets a little bit, but he, he would help. Like, they're, they're short of a big guy uh, up forward, so if uh, Ducks of the opinion that, you know, you don't want to go over there and be kept goalless, but he, he might be able to help. What about that second term where Jack Gunston... Accidentally got in a Ruffy's way. What a dickhead! It took the mark when it was going. It was on a platter for Ruffy, the forty metre lead. Fair dinkum. Cost him a shot at his third goal, and, and you embar- see Jack's reaction. Yeah, embarrassed he was wearing the nineteen doing that stuff. <laughs> <Got a> sac- <laughs> nineteen sacrificed their game. Don't take the limelight. Yeah, yeah. Bungle did that one. Uh, that was funny though. That was that? funny, and it was quite Very funny sheepish. because Isaac Smith kicked him for his first goal and. And uh, when he kicked it, Isaac ran past him and goes, nine more, let's go. Like they wanted him to get 10, yeah. So he's a bit of a character. It was an uh, outstanding performance and electric atmosphere. Marvel starting for Ruffy's farewell. Uh, keep tuned to see if he gets a game. The round 23 match. Hawthorne need a win. Adelaide need a win for the Hawks to secure eighth spot. Uh, Duck Collingwood, we, we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Mason Cox goes out. Collingwood looked like a more dynamic dangerous forward line. Jamie Elliott was the one who popped mm. up. Jordan Ngoi and Jaden Stevenson are going to come back for that first final. Maybe Darcy Moore this week against your old my best on Friday night, BJ. They had better line without Mason Cox, Duck. There's some big ins, isn't there? Well, they've changed. They've had to change the way they play and I think I said at the time that it may, it could be a blessing in disguise. I think their, their original plan, let's not forget way back when Richmond won their flag, that wasn't that wasn't their plan to play like that. It sort of Small ones, they almost um, fell upon a, a game plan in terms of the way they went about their forward craft. So they've got they've got some handy players to come back inside that uh, forward fifty, which makes them stronger. But they, I'm not sure whether Collingwood played really well. I didn't see a lot of this game, or Adelaide are just that poor. I think it was a combination of probably both. Adelaide were poor. Yeah, and so, they got a good record. So it's uh, it's an intriguing Friday night game this Friday night, isn't it? Uh, the Bombers obviously had a really good win over there. And uh, Collingwood, well, you know, we, we know that these two clubs, doesn't matter really what sort of form they're in, they generally uh, go uh, go head-to-head and it's a, a generally a good battle. So, intriguing. I'm not, I'm not convinced on Collingwood yet. BJ, your old mob, they're fascinating. Psychotic form swings. How, how would you know <laughs> which, which Essendon would rock up at the weekend? They were putrid the week before, cough up 21 straight goals for the Bulldogs and go over to Perth. Bring a couple of blokes back and win, and we're good and defensively strong. What? What? Honestly? Well, we we, we all question them based on that because it's a long way back from a hundred point loss, so they're always going to respond. So it was just at what were level? they? Yeah, of course they were. <sighs> Who wouldn't? 
come on. Well, what's oh, going to happen? I, I tipped Essendon. I, no, they're going to go I thought they were. But let's not under, under... Look at the two teams that were, were terrible last week. Essendon. Essendon and North Melbourne. Yeah. All right? Yeah, they both responded. one respond. goal. Both yeah. responded. So, yeah, and, and don't underestimate a win regardless whether it's Fremantle or West Coast in Perth. They're, they're four or five goal better team. So to go over there, respond the way they did... As I said, it was a long way back, so it normally it'd take like a week or two to come back from a hundred point loss. Mm. You, you respond, you slightly get a slightly get better the week after, week after, and then you, then you get the results. But to do what they did was yeah, he's, I didn't see while well, I was watching that game on mute because I did the North Port game. So oh, that was a belter. So I watched that to about uh, for a quarter and a half, and then ended up watching or trying to watch the Essendon Freo game on telly. Last week you were sitting here and you said Wusher was a bit. Um, what did you say? The word you used when he was just—I didn't say disinterested, stony-faced. Yeah, you, well, dejected. Dejected, but you said something else, um, and he responded in his press presser to some comments about, well, that's not—he well, hasn't changed anything about the way he goes about it. Do you take any? Yeah, that's why. That's why I found it hard to comment because he's—he's always like mm. that. He's always level-headed. So he got whacked for it because they lost by a hundred points. But he'd be like that if the team was. In a nail biter or up by 100 points. It's mm. just, I said that's one of his great strengths. But Did you ever see him lose his cool ever? No. Have you ever seen him get wound up once? No. Really? There is there is anger. There really? is anger underneath underneath the surface. But if you Sitting. look at if you look at those grand finals, those close grand finals against Sydney, he was he was like that. Mm. Stoic. Yeah. He's just got that demeanor. He's he's uh but I, I can see there's a oh there's an underlying um yeah, an underlying anger. I'm not sure. You, you could just see that there's a there's a real frustration. Not talking about the weekend. I'm yep. talking about the week before that. Yep. And clearly, if your team's getting flogged, if you if you're not if you you're not giving off some sort of uh, mm. motion, then you probably are just a brick wall. I'm still not certain he's going to coach the footy club uh, next year. Maybe more on that in the curly questions. They're forty one dollars for the flag. Yes, uh, and then BJ when they do make it through to the first final. Um, they haven't won a final in 15 years. Was Either it? GWS or Collingwood at this stage. Played yep. Collingwood twice in three yeah. weeks. It's yep. been 5,000 days. Tell us about the mentality, that the hoodoo, that finals hoodoo, the fact that they haven't won a final in so long. Is that Does that weigh on them whatsoever on the playing group? Not, not really. I, we, we talked about it in a sense that my time there, probably the first few years that, what like what has the footy club achieved in the last ten years? Because would bugger all. I think a little bit of the supporters and the club have been surviving off the back end of success in the early two thousands or since two thousand, mm. and then mm. obviously prior to that, yep, being nineties yep. in the nineties, being most successful club premiership wise anyway in the, in the AFL. So we used to talk about we, we haven't achieved anything. So and it's not like we thought about it like that, but I think there's just this overriding kind of theme with supporters and. This, this expectation of success, success because of based on what they've done in the past. Mm. And we we talked about it. Well, let, let's create our own history. Mm. We've we achieved nothing. Haven't even won the first final they made in since 2000. They got walled by 90 points against that. I remember in Love at Murray, yeah. played in the ruck. Yep. Yeah. And then we yep. make finals in 2014. Drug saga, get kicked out. Yep. So miss an opportunity there. Sydney. Sydney. You get, playing that? Yeah, got flogged. Yeah, 10 goals. 10 goals. So... You were beating the Kangaroos at one point. They yeah, yeah, back that's, and won that yeah. Game. Uh, yeah, six goals half time or something. Mm. But so, 
so the players don't think about it. I think it's more of an external thing mm-hmm. outside the footy club. But saying that, there's you could probably a few boys would probably hear the noise externally. And the noise came from Ross last week. Yes. Yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it? Well, especially when they were playing Essendon. Yeah. To say, well, some, hey, some clubs haven't won a final in 15 years. Nothing that man does is not deliberate. Nothing. <laughs> no. Very interesting. Well, he was right. What's he was right. It was a fascinating interview on uh, SEN. Interesting that Ross Lyons' head has bobbed up in a media sense. I just wonder whether things are going to happen uh, there in a cyclone Bit sense. A PR stunt, you reckon? We'll be coming to that in the curly questions, of course. <laughs> it is half time. I don't argue. Powered by uh, Bet Easy. We're going to be talking about the red hot dogs midfield and get your bake. I can see steam coming out of your ears. Wayne Carey. More next on Don't Argue. BetEasy Same Game Multi is available across every AFL match on the BetEasy app. Simply combine your selections from the range of markets available on the same game, all in the one bet. BetEasy, official wagering partner of the AFL. 18 plus, gamble responsibly. Yes, it's a premiership quarter and don't argue, powered by BetEasy uh, Duck. A bit to uh, sort of fire up about from the weekend. What are you going to crack? Yeah, saw two instances yesterday with Jack Rewald. Everyone knows about it. Studs up. Now, we know why this rule came in, because of Toby Green a couple of years ago put his boot up and got, got someone in the face. I think it was Dale House, might have been. It was but too. In the face, and that's why they brought in this new rule. Likely to cause injury, the new rule stated. Likely to cause injury. <laughs> Jack Rewalt took a really nice mark with his boot nicely rested on the back <laughs> of might have been McGovern's Barass. Barass's hamstring. On his hamstring, took the mark. Later on, similar thing, lower back buttock sort glute. of area, glute, likely to cause injury. So neither of those two instances were going to cause any one injury. So has the umpire just overcorrected it? Has he got it wrong? We haven't been told yet whether the AFL have ticked off on this, but if they have, it's as simple as this. The umpire, I don't know whether it was the same umpire that called both. I suspect that it was, only because... It was a stupid decision, the first one. So he's just doubled up with the second one. Second umpire. So he thought. So he thought. I've, I've had to. I've had to double up because it, it's the same sort of motion. This, if if this is ticked off on as correct, and it's not changed straight away, if it is, then people are going to pe- people are going to walk away from this game. This this players going for marks and able to use their foot to get higher leverage to get leverage is is one of the great things about this no, game. It is the, it the, is the, the best, best part of the game. The though. best marks that have ever been taken have been used in that manner. And guess what? Jeff, the, Jeff, Jeff Farmer. Jeff, the, yeah, the players... The, Mark of the year, free well, he, kick. He, he did it on his own player though, Gary Lyon. Yeah, yeah. But, but the players have been doing this forever. And guess what? Guess how many players have been injured by that happening? <laughs> Roy Orbison likely to cause injury. We know why off. the rule came in. It was for players running if players running in front on and players putting their boot up to to the player's chest or throat or face area. We yes. get it. Yes. But you cannot tick off on this and if you do t- if <laughs> The play, up it, on it, it is going to go Excuse crazy. They have to crazy the AFL if they tick it. They cannot tick they, off on this. And if they, they and if they do, then they have to change it straight away. Dicko, it's not too late. I'm with you, Dave. This could have cost Richmond the game yesterday. And one kick in it, 
He's got a mark 20 metres out on a slight angle and then he took a mark on centre wing that would have sent him inside 50 at a late stage of the game. This is just Th- They are not ludicrous. taking this off. This they, is just... No way. It, Especially with that no wording. way. It's wording of likely, likely. causing... You know what? Injury. The AFL can actually... The AFL and the, the, uh, the powers to be can actually make some friends here. They can really make some friends here. And they have done it, they have done it a couple of times this year by just saying, mm. we've got it wrong. We're gonna we're gonna make sure that that's never played ever again. Put our hands up because yeah. it did. Yep. Yeah. Now Perfect remember, time. for all those people out there that have said, "Oh, well, under the rule," no, 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 likely to <laughs> cause injury. Uh, Jeremy Howe did exactly the same thing in round whatever it was, round eight on Tom McDonald. It was the Queen's birthday yeah, and, game, and, that and was the wrong, AFL and that was wrong. And when the AFL ticked off on it, we all we all thought look, they were dingbats. Like and this is and this is going to be the exact same situation. They've no. got a chance. To not be oh. dingbats. What do you prefer, Duck? Your Pinot Noirs, your Shirazes, your Cabernet Mellows? Oh, he's going to bet. Your, what's, your, what's your preferred? St. Henri. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir? Pinot Noir? Yeah. A nice summertime. All right. If the AFL um, says that this is an incorrect decision, right, I'll, I'll, I'll have a nice What year? 100. Something. Okay. 100, 100 right. dollar bottle. Okay. Yeah, what's the baby Grange? Um, 389? 389. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Baby Grange. Well, I'm just a humble journalist. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that much. Turn Let's, up. I've seen your cellar. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have that bet. Boys, uh, the uh, Western Bulldogs, that's said They're the most informed midfield of the competition. Josh Dunkley sort of bolted into uh, all Australian uh, contention. And now Luke Beveridge is in t- charge of a team which has been talked about as being able to do some damage this some September. Well, this is how they won their flag. They get momentum at the get right time. At How the right serious time. do we take this Western Bulldogs? So they've got to beat Adelaide on a Sunday in Ballarat, maybe in the wet and the slop up there. Mm. How seriously are you taking the Western Very Bulldogs? Very serious. There's really? Two, there's two big threats in September, Brisbane and the Bulldogs, because of their scoring power. And, and their because of their form. Oh, and also... We Hang on, you're telling me the two clubs teams have not Geelong, not Collingwood, not no, GW, no. Western Bulldogs and Brisbane. The two biggest danger teams in the eight. Forward half. Absolutely. Am I... No, no, I'd agree with that. They are dangerous teams because Other the Bulldogs... West Coast, yeah. West Coast and Richmond, oh, they're, they're there, but I think the those, other, level. The, those other two, oh. and, you'd, and you'd have to say, you know, the Cats, obviously, they've got some, they've got some, uh, some weapons, now. but... The rest are just, for me, are making up the numbers. What's so good about them? The Bulldogs, mm. they play a similar style to Richmond. What's that? Ooh. Oh, in terms of the handball get out, once yeah, they spread, they're very, yeah, very quick. By the numbers, the, the uh, podcast we do, RSN, they're, they're <laughs> very much doing it from more from the back half. They're not, they're not a front forward half played in your forward half turnover game. No, they're transition game. Yeah, transition. So I'm just, Richmond quest- just- I'm just questioning that if you come up against... A good team, defensive team in finals, which generally most are top eight. Obviously, top four being better, that they shut down that part of the game. I think I think it's been a little bit better the last couple of weeks, but it's not at a, a top four standard yet. That forward pressure, which they did in their premiership year, so it's a little bit for the back half high handball. It's great, don't get me wrong, mm. but if a team goes, now we're going to stop this. What's they've just got a great mix in there, haven't they? Great mix. They, 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 those quick hands that they oh. became renowned for in their premiership year, that's back. Yep. Um, you know, is a star. They've, they've got a, a, another big midfielder in Dunkley in there who okay. can't, by the way, he's not he's he's not elite, Dunkley, because of his kicking. He's an elite ball winner. He's an yep. elite ball winner, yep. no doubt. He's, yep. I mean, he's one that they wouldn't have expected to do what no. he's doing. Mm. We know what McRae and those guys can do. So they're, they're dangerous. I agree with Dicko. They're... they're 
dangerous and in good form, mm. in good form at the right time. Got to ask about Aaron Norton in the curly questions, Duck. Is he the best young key forward in the competition? Marinade on that one for just a second. We're going to have the fourth quarter coming up next. Don't argue, powered by Bet Easy. With BetEasy Sky Vision, not only can you watch every Australian race live, you can now watch and bet in widescreen or landscape mode from the one screen within the BetEasy app. Simply rotate the phone and you'll see how we've raised the game. BetEasy Sky Vision, gamble responsibly. Well, this is the segment the boys fear really puts them on edge when I give them the curly questions. It's the fourth quarter on Don't Argue, powered by Bet Easy BJ. This is going to have some Jofra Archer heat on it, this, <laughs> this first one. Oh, build it up. Yeah, better be good. Why aren't Michael Hurley and Kale Hooker in Essendon's leadership group? Now, they are you clearly... asked me this in round 22. Yeah? Yeah. Well, we, we, we've been Round 22. Up. Duck gives his best roast of the season, and I've amped that it up with the best curly question. question. Actually, what they're the two of the most senior players at Essendon, and I notice you're, you're sort of slow to answer this one. But why wouldn't they be in the leadership group? Because they'd be the two of the most respected players in that leadership group. Orazio Fantasia's in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raz is a developing leader, but mm-hmm. there was. I saw you give him one of the best cooks I've ever seen in a summer training session about three years ago. Yeah. Um, what was I'll, it about? We'll save that one for next step, for, for next week, I think. It was quite humorous. <laughs> Did I say it with humor as well? No, nope, you're pretty, <laughs> pretty stern. Um, anyway, uh, there was a decision within the footy club from a couple of key power brokers, mm-hmm. slash players, slash coaches, mm-hmm. that 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 go with the youth youth policy in the leadership group. Mm-hmm. Even though even though those two guys in particular were voted very highly. In the group, poxy and, decision or not? Uh, well, yeah, it was, it was a staggering decision. Doesn't make a lot just of because, sense. Just because you're not, you haven't got the title, doesn't mean you're not a leader. It's undermining duck. It, it, it's still no, no, it, it totally, totally agree. But Hooksy actually, immediately slid down the list a little bit. But um, both both high in there and, and deserve to be on there based on the players' vote. Do you reckon? Uh, I don't think too many players. Too many players would be concerned if they weren't in the leadership group. I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe there might be some in the comp that would be. But if you're not, you're still you're still a leader. It doesn't just because you haven't got the title. And and what the only person that's really got a title at a footy club is the captain. I think what deputy vice. Uh, it's changed. Deputy, deputy no, yeah, vice. But, but, it's changed since your but time. Look at, look at it from a little. What change. do you mean changed since my time? Well, back in the day when 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 you were strutting around, you clubs, were very much the numero uno. Half the clubs the now. Half the clubs now have uh, well co-captains. I mean, <laughs> that's a cop out. But think, think of it from an individual <laughs> level, duck. About those guys know they deserve to be in there. Slap in the face. And their teammates want them in there. So it's. How, how, well, if it's voted by your if it's voted by the by your teammates and you voted in, well, you should be in. So, yes. So then, where does that yes. sit as as personally? It's a bit like well, well, you should be in. Well, then, well, then clearly there's a disconnect between whoever makes yes. that decision Thank and you. the players. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah we're getting no, no. Well, that that's completely different. But yeah. I'm just I'm just saying that doesn't mean even though they might have been initially disappointed, they're both they're both I'd consider to be very yeah. good leaders at. at in that club, and they need to be in there because the leadership group drive everything. Of course, they drive do. everything. But they, they it, it meet, adds, they meet, and they drive. It, it's a it's a better balanced leadership group with those two in there because of the mix that was in there. Yeah, Young yes. leadership group. Yeah. Obviously, I 
think I talked about on this show about the Gen Z leaders and their developing leadership skills is very caring and empathetic. Yep. So you got to add, you got to have a different mix to have different opinions oh, so it's not, and give a different view. So it's leadership change, not my way or the highway. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> now it's more of a group. Yeah. Thing. Duck. yeah you used to just stroll into the office, say, "Boys, we're doing I'm this." Joking. Picking orders are important, boys. I mean, for example, on this show, we know I'm right down the bottom, and then you guys are <laughs> yeah, above right. me. So that's good leaders delegate. That's fine. Hey, boys, who is a better player, Christian Petrarca or uh, Angus Brayshaw? Dicko? Who is a better player? Yeah. <laughs> Pick one. Brayshaw. BJ? Uh, Brayshaw at this point because he's dual or got the potential to play dual position and probably showing that he can do that better. Duckman? No, Brayshaw. Yeah. Petrarca's, Petrarca's got upside. Christian Petrarca. So is Brayshaw. Christian Petrarca is going to finish top five in their best and fairest. I'm not sure Angus Brayshaw is going to finish in their Yeah, top but they played him out of position a lot of the time. Top ten. Why would they be doing that, Dicko? Not sure. Who? Brayshaw? Because mm. well, he's in such poor form in the midfield, so they had to try and use him elsewhere. And he found a little bit of form, played a little bit half back, and then started to play with the, the run with role. When you say out of form, was he the only month. one out of form? No, no, no a lot of people. I think Melbourne, Melbourne started to focus, and I'm not sure when it happened because I don't watch them every week. But they started to focus on what they couldn't do too much, rather than what they were really good at. And once you start going thinking along those lines, then it's all it's all downhill for mine. And I reckon there was just too much of a focus on that. You're very positive on them in your column. Yeah, Melbourne. I think I think because of their draw next year, they'll, they'll play finals. Oh, next year. absolutely! They're going to be a big boulder next year. You reckon? Massive. Well, they you have to be. The tune, Dicko. They have to be. What do you mean? You we'll said call it year by year. When you said this year to be the great slider, massive slide this year. And you said Brisbane would be the big boulder. Yeah, and Darren Burgess is the biggest acquisition they've had over the summer. Old mate Confucius over here. Oh. Uh, can't see Sky until the bridge top of tree. <laughs> Duck, who's the best key forward in the comp? Is it Aaron Norton? He looks young, like young key forward. Young key yeah, forward. He has as good a hands as anyone under 24, there doesn't is he? A, there's actually not a bad group when you think about the, young, you the young key forwards. I think I think in six years, we'll be saying Nick Blakey's the best key forward in the game. The Lizard. Yep. Good call, Mitch Lewis. Uh, Mitch Lewis, different. He hasn't got his. He hasn't got much. He hasn't got the trick bag that that Blakey's got. Blakey can run like the wind. Yeah. He's got a great tank. He's good below his knees. He's got all of that. Lewis, really good pack mark, but he's not as obviously as as agile. And then you've got guys like Charlie Charlie Kernow, who's got a bit of Nick Blakey about oh. him as well. He's got all the attributes. Norton's really good pack mark. It's all a little bit different. But if you're looking at a, if a guy I'm looking at and saying, you have got every attribute, like, you know, Nick Rewalt, Jonathan Brown, can run, can take a contested mark, his hands are good on the lead, he's, like I said, his hands are, are really good as well, so he's got all the, he's got all the tricks. In actual good fact, finisher. He's, and he's, and he's a, be- yeah, oh, he's a beautiful kick mm-hmm. as well. So, um, but, but like I said, it's a really good, really good group. I, I, Mackay. Harry Mackay. Mackay's He's a, another guy that, who I who I think's got massive, massive upside as well. There's a few others. I, I think um, young McCartan from uh, Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. His hands and his attack on the footy in the air can play down back and forward, but I think he's going to be a really, really good player. Joey Danaher, yeah. Well, Joey Danaher's already been an All-Australian. I don't quite put him in that younger category. I think he's sort of that more that middle. Um, he's got work to do. But... Yes, but I but that real young group, that new crop, 
It's a, it's a good crop. We haven't had, you know what? I don't think we've had a. Um, I don't. I think we've had a really good crop come through like we have for a while. So I'm, I'm excited about it. And speaking of crops, I think Mackay, McGovern, and Kerno expect 120 goals out of them next year. Big call. Not really, but it's <laughs> what 120. So yeah. 40, 40, 40 a piece. Yeah. Yeah. On average. Well, definitely doable. If you're, if you, I mean, Kerno's going to get the best defender, then probably Mackay. So whoever else, if you are a McGovern and you're playing forward, you're pretty happy, I, I would think. Oh, has he turned the corner, trimmed down Mitch McGovern? Yeah, he has. Yep. I said on attitude the, change. Yep, I said on the weekend, don't look at the chassis, look what's under the hood, because you know, let's have a let's have a look how much power this boy's got how athletic he is and a couple of grabs he went for on uh, on the weekend just shows you how athletic he is and then when he got space and ran into the open goal he's got wheels so Andrew Russell's big supporter of the way he goes about his training and that now he was in the cage mate went, two men enter one man leave and he left <laughs> so yeah, uh, what, what will be interesting to see is how he comes back that's that's the yes yeah. test yeah. Yeah, but no, like I said, I've got to get on the you know what? With you you know what? Over Christmas, no pork crackle for him. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but, but the training by yourself in the off season <laughs> and how you turn up day one yep. is the hardest thing because it's, I'd say it's easier or easier to train with a group of men, particularly him lately because he's mm-hmm. been under the microscope. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. what they do in the 10 weeks off and how they turn up to pre season day one mm-hmm. is, the, is the true. Christmas talk. lunch, did you, did you uh, feast on all the. Uh, you know, all the yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was guilty as hell. So I never did. I, I, I've never, never had while I played. I never had a proper Christmas lunch because that was the time to make sure that you came back. You know, trained every Christmas morning. <laughs> yeah, tra- never had training's the, a little yeah, mental. Never edge. had the, never had the professional uh, athlete. Never had the crackle. You know, used to look at the crackle and uh, never, <laughs> never had it. Never had the, you know, the the gravy on everything and all of that. Never had the roast potatoes. All just our dietitian used to say if you have a, a bourbon and coke, it's like you need a, a kilometre run. Yeah, per cheapest. Per, everyone per. started drinking vodka and waters and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like two hundred metre sprint. Yeah, but yeah. in just in that off season too, a lot of guys, particularly young guys, they think oh, well, they get back to day one and they've done the program. But there's there's doing the program, doing it hard because the hardest thing is to train hard by yourself. So yep. you can come back and say yeah, well I ticked every box, but it's like you can do that. 90% or you mm. can do it you can actually like have a crack at doing it and that's yep. that's when you that's when you know because I don't think he's I don't think he's turned the corner who's McGo- yeah McGovern I'm not, not so turn the corner I reckon he see he can see now that he's hard actually work. hard work's given yeah. him an opportunity and he looked like a different player yeah, okay. yeah. but I, really that's what I'm did. saying so let's just see in in the hardest part in the off yeah. season and then he'll, he'll he'll probably do that yeah I've done all the training but when it's for when it's forty over Christmas, when it turns, yeah. you don't go for a run at seven a.m. or or even later that night when it's cooled down. One o'clock, Mid- heat of the day. Midday. That's what I'm going. And no for one breathing down your neck. So and I was like, oh, I feel a bit sorry. I was right just and down. Jeremy's at the bar with two medals around his neck. Just going, give me another schooner. <laughs> <laughs> we got to wind up here. One day I was in uh, Perth. We had, uh, I think, my oldest uh, was just a baby. Um, went for a six a.m. walk along the uh, Perth Fourth foreshore. There saw three blokes running at me together, tight knit, just coming over the hill. Six a.m. Christmas morning. Who was it? Three in Perth. Th- How long ago? Four years ago, I was going to say Benny Cousins. Oh, that'd be, be Gaff. 
Shuey. Gaff Shuey, probably. Oh, this is Christmas, so we're talking Perth boys. Yep. Okay. Camilio. Um, Brothers. Joel Selwood. Scott Selwood. Oh, well, they're not Perth boys, oh. but yeah. Okay. And the older one, Adam Selwood. Adam. Adam. So... So they're not Perth boys. So, so they're, they're, just, not, they're over in Perth. They're no, 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 having a holiday us. from Bendigo to Perth. Adam was over there. Anyway, last we, one. Because we, we, we all didn't say, oh, well, the McGovern boys. Not the <laughs> yeah. You know what I meant. Last one, before we finish, real pressure on Ross Lyon. I think watch this space. Over the next few weeks, he's contracted for next year. It'll be interesting to see whether the Fremantle Footy Club keep their faith in this man. There's been no contract extension at this uh, stage. If they do make a change, Dick, and I know you're a big Ross supporter. Mm. Uh, who do you think they'd be going for? Anyone? In Frio? Yeah. Um, who would Frio fans would be thinking who's going to coach him next year? Who's going to coach him? Will it definitely be Ross? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know the the noise in Perth at the moment on... Um, whether it's on the mark Whether or it's on the mark or not, but Ross and BJ is probably the best person to coach. I reckon he's the best game day coach yep. in the game, hands down. So they're just not... At the moment, they're not clicking and they're not playing well enough. So Turning the ball over. They smashed their well, clearances, contested not, possession. No, no, they butchered it all year, BJ. Yeah, no, because you look at their, you look at their list and there's, there's honestly three blokes that you'd want the ball in the hand of in that team. Mundy? Walters Hill, five. Mundy. Yeah, five. With respect to five, he's not a great kick and he's okay. not a good decision maker. So mm-hmm. Hill, Walters and Mundy. Mundy. And Mundy's... Obviously, the oldest player on the list now. I reckon he's the one you want in his hands. Oh, first. every time. Mm-hmm. So, and then you look at the rest of them, and they give great effort. They have a crack. They play their role, but they just they're just they're just not good enough mm-hmm. with the ball in hand. As simple as that. So it's it's got nothing to do with coaching. I'm sure they're trying to work on it. And when guys come into the club, it's it's not as easy as some people out there go. Well, why can't I get better at kicking and change? Well, they're 18, 19 now. It's the, the ship's already sailed. It's hard to change a bloke technically mm. at that age. And then when you go, when you're under pressure, game situation, yep. it's even harder. Everything, all that thought and work that you've done in the preseason or training goes out the window. I think Over, the, overachieved for mine. They've done better than what I thought they'd do. Yeah. Um, they're one team that couldn't afford injuries. They've had them. Yeah. Um, so for me, for me, Fremantle, big tick for the year. Yeah, and, and I'm with Duck. Like... They had eight wins in 17, eight wins in 18, and they smacked with injuries and had nine wins this year. But he continually cops it <laughs> over there, and he's just got the bat up every week, just defending himself. So, 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 so what I'm saying is, if they, if Ross did depart or whatever it would, yep. Now Carlton's job's filled. Mm. What's next? Who's who's the next one? Essendon. Essendon could be Adelaide. Who knows? Ross ain't going Adelaide. <laughs> no. No. But three. <laughs> Just hypothetical. I know I've said this, kind of said this before, but more detail to it. Gum. If Wusher wasn't coaching Essendon next year, Ross to Essendon for three years mm-hmm. with a with a two year option, but a three year succession plan for for Rutten to take over or Carousel. Yep. And then Brad wow. Scott. Brad Scott works for the AFL. You don't think he'd be in the mix for Essendon? No. No. Righto, boys. Outstanding episode. Duck, uh, fantastic uh, bake or, or roast. Um, or grill. Or grill. Or, or hot, um, poach. On the, on the hot plate. Uh, BJ, how's your golf game going? Uh, no, not not that great. Not playing at all? I am playing. Yeah, go the, weather, weather, Weather's starting to get better, so I've got to start practising. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just playing. Okay. I just go and play. I've got to start practising. Okay. Grinding. Dicko outstanding as always. Thanks for joining us oh, on Don't Argue, powered by Bet Easy.